Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Combat Sports Show. This is a big show for us tonight. We have a very special guest coming on. We're going to talk a little UFC, a little Invicta. Um, Jason got to watch the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships over the weekend, so we're definitely going to be talking about that. That's kind of a little hybrid boxing and street fighting and everything. had a weird little ring to it, not even a ring. It had a circular enclosure. It's a little bit different for everybody, so we're going to talk a little bit about everything today if we get a, if we get a chance to put it all in with that. Let me introduce my co-host, Jason. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, dude. How about yourself? Doing good here, man. Watched a, a good UFC fight night, 135. That was a fun card. I know you got to watch the Bare Knuckle Championships. Um, why, don't you, why don't you tell us, how was that? Because that's very different. That's only the second event they've had, and it's, uh, it's kind of different for us. Why don't you tell us about it? It is very different. I've got mixed emotions on it right now. You know, when you're watching mm-hmm. it, I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. But, of course, I had a, my best friend sitting here. We were drinking beer, bullshitting back and forth, right? So I went back and yeah. watched it sober. I just I got mixed emotions about it right now. It's cool. Okay, there's going to be just a lot more cut, a lot more knockout, what have you, right? Yeah. Kind of like watching a boxing match with eight, what are they, eight? Six, eight, ten ounce gloves, whatever they are. Twelve. Twelve. I don't know. Ten. I'm not sure. Whatever. Whatever they are. Yeah. I mean, outside of maybe a little bit of tape on their hands, so they're you know they're kind of protect their knuckles a little bit. Okay. And I can't remember. First guy, Chris Lytle. You you know who he is. Oh yeah, lights out. What's that? Lights out, Lytle, 10-10 in the UFC, but he had, like, I think close to 50 career fights in MMA. Yeah. Retired so, a few years ago. But, uh, he was really good uh, journeyman. He wasn't, like, uh, one of the best MMA fighters. Very tough guy. I don't believe he ever tapped out. Um, I don't even know if he ever got knocked out. Uh, he lost the cuts a few times. I don't think he ever got submitted. He's a real tough dude. I mean, you know what I can do? I'm looking at everything right here. Um, well, Chris Lytle. Yeah. He was fighting a guy by the name of Drew Lipton. And this was this was the co-main event. Yeah. Um, Lytle knocked him out, demolished him at the 118 mark of the first round. What weight class were they fighting? Were they at? Um, they, you know, I uh, can't remember that. Okay. I can't remember that. They, they're not even given the weight classes. Oh, okay. Okay. On this readout that I'm looking at. Um, he just, he, he, he opened him up right over his left eye. It was one of the nastier cuts I've seen. But what was really cool, I don't know if you saw it, we did FaceTime the, you know, the last event with, uh, with Beck Rollins. We'll get into that fight in a minute. In a minute. Did you yeah. see who the cut doctor was? Uh, Stitch. 
Yeah. I haven't seen him in in or on around an arena since I was in San Jose last year. He was there for the Bellator yeah. event I went to. Yeah, that guy so does everything. Him, but to get to see him in a um, in action, really cool. I mean, those cut doctors are amazing. Yes. What we should do, and I can hook this up probably in a few weeks, we need to get Temri back on, Temri Morgan. She's one of the very few females that are in, in the industry. Give the listeners a little bit of a different outlook than just, you know, talking straight fighting. That's true. That is, that's true. She was a, and she was pretty cool. She knows, she knows her shit. Yeah, she does. And she was a protege of Stitch. So the main event, you and I both watched this. Yes. This was, um, anyone that knows UFC knows Beck Rawlings. She was, uh, let me find it. Um, she was fighting. Wasn't it a lady named Britt Britain? Hart. Britain Hart. Yeah. Fight. Uh, Rawlings, you know, she won by a split decision. It's weird watching it, though, the since I watched that, that was the first one I watched. I did get to see the Lytle fight. They Somebody put it on Facebook. Um, it's so fast. I mean, two-minute round is like nothing. It's just, it starts yeah, I, and it's over. I, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, and normally, like, you're dealing with regular boxing. Don't they get two minutes between rounds? No, no one minute. That's oh, one minute. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, you get, you get one minute off. But you're thinking of okay, two minutes. Okay, okay, that's half of a. Uh, that's half of what they. They only get to sit down for a minute, but you're only fighting for two. Yeah, minutes. exactly. It was weird. Yeah, now, I'm it's used crazy. to. It's... I'm used to three minute rounds, or watching MMA. They're five minute rounds. Yeah, I know boxing. We were used to boxing when we were young. And they got, you know, the three-minute rounds, and sometimes those would drag on. Then all of a sudden we get the MMA where they started off with no time limit, then up to five-minute rounds. Even if you went over to Pride, they had ten-minute first round and then a five-minute oh, wow. second round. Yeah, and it was like it's crazy watching that, you know. But then you go to this bare knuckle, and all of a sudden it's two minutes. You're like, oh, man, that's over. It's, it's done. It starts and it's done. <laughs> The cool thing about that main event is that she retained um, the National Police Gazette bare knuckle, uh, bare knuckle fighting belt. Wasn't that? Didn't she win it in that fight? I thought she won it. I, I thought that was for the belt. Nope, she retained it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, no, I mean, that was a I, cool. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, it was it was fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I like watching. I, I'll watch fighting. I don't care what it is. Hell, I sat down in the other, uh, was it, uh, last week sometime, and they had a karate championship on, on ESPN. I think it was older, pre-taped or whatever. It was kind of fun yeah. to watch. Different, but yeah, fun I'll to watch. watch yeah, I it was different. You know what's fun is sometimes if you get the kickboxing, that's fun, too. Yeah, I haven't seen one of them yet. 
Oh man, I love watching some K1 or Glory. You gotta check those out. Yeah, I might do that. But yeah, no, the bare knuckle fighting, it, it it was fun to watch. But don't blink, because the rounds are over with like that. Yeah, definitely. And I'm gonna I mean and I and the price is right. It's only thirty bucks compared to seventy. To get a USC. Yeah, that was like old school USC price was on that. When the UFC used to cost twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it all day Saturday. You know, I had my kids, so and I'm thinking about it. I'm texting Matt, you know, back and forth. I'm like, should we do it? Shouldn't you know? He goes, Yeah, hell, why not? So we yeah. went to the store, got thirty pack of beer, and just sat here and watched it. it. You know, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. It's uh. And I told you, man, I told you a couple guys to watch out for, and I was right. I said, watch watch out for Crazy Horse. That guy's really talented. He just, he's talented for a round or two. And um, Chris Lyle. Now, the one I was looking forward to, the fighter I really wanted to watch, I was going to buy it myself for just this one fighter. Christine Faria, she was on our show. Very, very nice lady. Very good MMA fighter. She was the one. She went into Invicta in her pro debut and beat Rachel Ostevich. And then Rachel made it on the Ultimate Fighter, even though she was coming off a knockout loss to this lady, which I thought was outrageous. Then Rachel goes on to the UFC. She's lost one. And now Rachel's going to fight Paige Van Zandt probably for the battle of the biggest implants. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Wait for the way to UFC to get money. We all know that. Yeah, and and that said, when I when I really think about it though, I do like Paige Van Zandt as a fighter. I think you know, regardless of the fact that she blocked me on Twitter because I made fun of what she was doing on Father's Day. Um, yes, that was my fault. <laughs> but it it was also very self-serving of her to be hyping herself on Father's Day. You know what I mean? Whatever. That's just me. I was being an asshole. Um, Paige is actually a very tough fighter. She is. She's tough. She fought with a broken arm her last fight. You know, when Michelle beat her, Michelle Watterson just thumped her all over the place, and she still wouldn't tap out. Tough lady. You know, she might not be winning all her fights, but at least you know you're in a fight with her because she's going to fight. Yeah, well, yeah. And Rachel's the same way. You know, what's that? Paige Van Zandt's a brawler. She she will give yeah. you a fight. She will not yeah. back down from nothing. No. And I think uh, Rachel Osovich is the same way. She's she's you know I mean she's she kind of alternates wins and losses, but she's actually really tough. And you're going to be in a fight with her. You're you're definitely going to be in a fight. But you brought up a name, and I don't know if we covered this last week. We might have. I mean, there's probably a small portion. I might have been a little intoxicated last week. I don't remember. Don't know. That means you probably you were. Probably. probably. I I don't recall. I plead the fifth on that one. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. Um, yeah. You brought up Michelle Watterson. Yes. Now, she got put on the card with Conor McGregor. Yes. On October 6th. Going up against uh, Felice Herrick. One of our favorites. I like them both. 
good. And I believe Belize. they're both coming off a loss. And Felice beat one of my favorite female fighters. We had a bet on that fight. I lost it. That was a big bet. We don't have to go into that. Um, it's going to happen. So, what do you think about this fight? I'm, I'm pretty excited old. for that fight. Um, I think Felice is a b- bit bigger and stronger. I, I really think and Felice can handle herself pretty well on the ground. I think Felice is going to take it. Um, I think she'll take a decision. She'll win, win rounds one and two, but Felice always gasses by round three. I don't think Michelle's going to get tired, but in a three-round fight, I think Felice takes the decision. Because I was I was kind of going to lead in with the same thing. Yeah. Now, Michelle, the karate hottie, she's a she's a badass in the ring. Or she's in the good. Yeah, she is very good. But I think what you really got to check her, out. Well, some of the fights to check out with Michelle. You want to watch her versus Jessica Penne and Invicta, and Michelle versus. Um, Oh, no, I forgot her name. Oh, shoot. She fought the lady she lost her title to, um, the Mexican lady. She was really good. But regardless, those were two really good fights with Michelle Watterson in Invicta. Um, The one with Jessica is great. Michelle got the title. Um, Terrific fight because Jessica Penne is really good, too. Um, she hasn't really shown it in the UFC, but she is very, very talented. I like her. Um, and she was and in a good have... fight with Peyton. What's that? And then she was in she was in a good fight with Paige Van Zandt. Michelle controlled most of that. No, she did. But still, it was actually a very entertaining fight. It was a good fight to watch. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, uh, like I said, I'll put down Paige a little bit, but um, only because she blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which, again, I, you know, I, again, I don't mind saying I was being a little salty that night, but, you know, in my defense, it was Father's Day, and Paige Van Zandt was out there promoting her book on the Happy Father's Day, something by my book. It's like, come on, it's Father's Day. Give us a day to not promote yourself. And she blocked me pretty quickly. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of Well, there was a lot of Paige Van, Van Zandt. You know, um, you know the guys that are all, all 100% Paige, they were jumping my case. But, yeah, you're not going to win her heart that way, dumbass. <laughs> I'm dying over here. That sounds like an idiotic move I would use. There's very few things on Twitter that get me riled up. But you know how it is. As a father, it's Father's Day. And you got this lady out here promoting, trying to sell her stuff on Father's Day. Hey, hey, happy Father's Day. Buy my book for your dad or, you know, whatever. Stop, man. Fucking stop for a day. Sell your book any other day. Whatever. Hey, I, it's a, I can talk it about was, that. It's a, hard, 
It's a marketing strategy. You can't you can't knock her for that, dude. I know, but not on Father's Day. That book has nothing to do with Father's Day. Anyway, she was I'm not, Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's Twitter dumb. I don't care. Um, I still like yeah. it. I mean, I'll kind of laugh about it, but I really, I honestly, I think she's very entertaining. She's well spoken, and she she's not just a pretty face. She is very very. Again, she might not have the best record in the UFC, but she's fucking tough. She's really tough in the cage. So I don't even care about her record at this point. She's good. She's a good fighter. So that's all. That yeah, matters. I mean, who has she lost to? Of course, Waterson. We know that. She lost to Waterson, um, Rose Beater, and Rose Another Beater bad. Uh, and Rose, Rose champion holding belt. Yeah. So she's only lost a couple of fights in the UFC, and it's like she, she's a good fighter. She really is. Now, I'm kind of leaning with you towards Felice Herrig. And the only yeah. reason I'm kind of leaning that way is, yeah, Watterson did hold the belt, but I just think the experience is going to propel Herrig of winning this fight. Just, just I think flat so. out experience. Yeah, I mean, Michelle's had, what has Michelle had? She's pretty good, um, actually. But Felice, you know, actually Paige Van Zandt beat Felice. You know that? I did not know that, no. Yeah, Paige, she beat Felice Van Zandt, or Felice Herrig. Back when this was back, oh man, um, when was when did it fight? That was three years ago. And then after that loss, Felice went on kind of a run in the UFC. She beat Kalen Curran, Alexa Grasso, Justine Kish, and K- Courtney Casey. But Felice just lost to Carolina Kowalkovich. Um, Carolina's a badass though, and that was a split decision. But I thought it was pretty solid loss. But Felice has had 20 fights. So this is a really even matchup. Um, good matchup. But I think Felice is just a bit bigger and naturally heavier. I just I think Felice is going to be able to take those first two rounds. And but that's, and if it, it, since it's only a three-round fight, all you need to do yep. is win two out of three. So. Yeah, and that's that's perfect for Felice because you know she, and you know you know even though it's your favorite fighter, you know when they have some flaws, Felice does tend to tire out in the third round. She really does. Um, you saw it against Alexa Grasso, uh, against Courtney Casey. It's just it's her mo. She tires out a little bit. She's good. She's strong. She's very fast in those first couple of rounds, but you know it happens. Just like Amanda Noon. Yep. Not in the last couple of fights, but she was known because she'll just come out like she's shot from a gun. And yep. she's done by the about a round and a half is what I give her. Yeah, she's usually done by the end of the second round. But, you know, she's now that she's better. doing title defenses, maybe she's conditioning better so she can, if need be, go a full five rounder. Well, she can. You know, she went five rounds with Valentina, 
Um, I believe they got they went four full rounds versus um, Raquel, but they stopped it right after the beginning of the fifth. So she can. She's her her conditioning is definitely getting better, and, and uh, she, you know she's just a scary lady. And and they did actually sign her versus uh, Chris Cyborg. I think you told me about yes. that in December. I don't yeah, know why. I, I think so I brought. Home. I think I brought that up uh, on the last show because I think you and I were just talking about that the week prior. Yeah. Like you were saying how um, you don't think this fight will ever happen, and sure enough. They got signed in December. So, why don't you dive off into the uh, UFC Fight Night card that was over the weekend? I didn't get to see it. It was a good card. You know, it was headlined by Justin Gaethje versus James Vick. And that was, you know... Everybody was pretty excited about that. I I don't remember who the underdog was. I think I think I think Vic was actually the dog by the very end, but not very much. Um, these two guys came in. I think Vic was the late replacement, but it was fun. It didn't last very long. It lasted under a minute and a half. Um, but Vic was throwing some very nice straight kicks to start the match. He was doing good. It, it looked like Vic was keeping him at distance because Vic is much taller. And he was keeping him at a distance, keeping him at a distance, and hitting him pretty solid too. But Gaethje just came in with a big right hand, knocked Vic out cold. He was, I mean, he was a knocked out. It wasn't the TKO, it was a knockout. Pretty, pretty nasty fight. So what's funny though? I, you had a is, prediction in one of these fights, uh-huh. I think, our last show. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember what fight it was. I couldn't tell you on this one. I, I said Ronnie Yaya was going to win by submission, but I I'd guess that for every fight anyway, so I don't know. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, okay. No, I was going to say something. Oh, oh. fucking. Um, no, I forgot. That happens when you get <laughs> old people. Uh, I totally forgot. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, no, no. Now I got it. I got it. Okay. So, Justin Gaethje, this, is, this blew my mind today when I saw this. He's had four UFC fights, right? But he's won five fight of the night bonuses or performance of the night sorry performance of the night bonuses so he's won besides his salary he's taken home a quarter million dollars in bonus money wow yeah so that's not bad alone but now I mean he comes out he is an exciting fighter no he is and this is what he says though he said listen I would rather the UFC do away with performance of the night bonuses for me because my style does not lead towards longevity in this, in this sport. He said, I would rather have more guaranteed money than I might win a performance of the night bonus money. And I thought that was pretty interesting. This is coming from a guy that just made a quarter million dollars extra. And he's done that 
You said five times now. He's 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 made fifty thousand dollar bonuses five times in four fights. He but he says he'd rather get guaranteed money. I understand about the guaranteed money. Yeah. I mean, perfect example to um, a lot of the new NFL contracts being given out right now. They're guaranteeing up to 80% of their contract anymore. Yeah. Odell That's Beckham Jr. plays for the New York Giants. He just signed a five-year extension worth $95 million max money. Now he's making – he's the yeah. highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. He's making $19 million a year. But out of that $95 million, $65 million of that is guaranteed. Who did he sign with? He just got a five-year extension with the New York Giants. Wow. Hey, what, about, um, what about that guy on the, the Cowboys? Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the receiver. Bryant. I guess he, nobody – yeah, nobody's uh, picking him up. He's still currently not signed. No one's picked him up wow. yet. Why? Um, he's kind Is of that attitude really that bad. I don't think so. I mean, you never hear about him in the news at all. He kind of reminds me of a Terrell Owens on the field. Yeah, but his play—I mean, I don't know anyone that would not want his talent. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they maybe he, maybe these people cancer in the locker room. I have no idea. I mean, he is That's you know. Good. I mean, going back to the contract, Kirk Cousins got a hundred percent guaranteed a hundred percent guaranteed um, contract. That's crazy. Hundred percent guaranteed. I think he's making close to thirty million a year. Wow. But his contract is 100% guaranteed. Not bad. So, with what Gacy is saying, I do agree with that. And I'm I'm pretty sure that any UFC fighter out there wants more guaranteed money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they should. But, you know, that's kind of hard to do. Your pay- I even understand that in football, you know. I think if you sign a guy to a three-year contract, you should pay him for those three years. You signed him for three years. I don't, I don't like the fact that the NFL owners can sign you to a three-year contract and drop you at any point during those three years, but yet, as a player, you can't say, hey, you know what? Your team sucks. I'm going over to this team. You can't do that, but they can drop you. No. Yeah, but, but the thing with, that, with, with those stipulations, they cut you. They still have to pay you. No, no, they don't have to pay you that whole amount. That's what, no, they pay. They have to. Okay, you you sign a three year contract. You get cut in year two. They still mm-hmm. owe you for the final year of that contract. Prorated, not the whole year. The prorated. Well, let's say they get get rid of you at the end of the second year. They just let you go at the end of yeah. the season. They still owe you that full amount. For the final final year of your contract. No, I don't think they do. Are you sure? I'm gonna have to look that up. 
But, yeah, I'm almost yeah. positive. Even in baseball, you always hear about, you know, the Giants end up having to pay a player that didn't play for him for two years. They were, having to, they were still paying him off. Aaron Rowan, they just cut him, but they still owed him money. They owed him like $40 yeah. million. Dollars. So instead of taking out $40 million and just paying him off to go away, they just paid him his annual salary until it was done. Yeah, you get you get cut, you get your money. You get okay. injured and can't play, you still get your money. Huh. Now you get suspended. You get suspended depending on how the suspension. If you get suspended for like minor crap, I think you still get paid. But let's say you get that's all without pay. You don't get paid for that. Yeah, I love when they break that down with the guys. Like, those guys with the big contracts, when they get suspended, like how much they lose per game. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Like, hey, he just lost $888,000 a game for four games. You're like, fuck, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's probably more money than you and I will ever make in our lifetime. And they're making that in one game. Yeah thing I do wish they would do, you go back to last year with Madison Bumgarner during the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. He goes to Colorado. Cruises um, shoulder up. Out for the year. Yeah. Not a baseball injury. He still got paid. He still got paid. Yeah. That- non For a non-sports-related injury, he still got paid. And he he should. He definitely should have. I, I, mean, I don't think so. If you're going to be, if you're gonna be an doing? idiot. He was out. He, it was during the All-Star break. He was in Colorado riding dirt bikes. Oh, I thought you said All-Star game. My bad. No, 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 no. It was just during the All-Star break, and he was out riding a dirt bike. And screwed himself <laughs> that up. That kind of reminds me of... Um, Jeff Kent, remember that one? Yeah, that was funny. Jeff Kent, he was a good, what was he, a third baseman. He was good. And, uh, second baseman. One of the best second, second basemen to ever played for the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, and then he got, during, it was spring training, but he came out like he hurt his shoulder, right? Yeah, and I think he was on a was, moped. But it was his shoulder or something. And he said, uh, what did he say? He said he heard it washing his car. Later on, like a couple of weeks later, it comes out that, yeah, he was on a motorcycle accident. I think it was a moped. That's why they didn't say anything. Because that, that would yeah. be a little embarrassing to throw your shoulder up on a moped. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's funny, though. <laughs> that, that, it's hilarious. Hey, those things are no joke, man. I wrecked on one of those. It hurt bad. I was going down I've a never... hill in a moped. Oh, man. I was going down a dirt hill in a moped. Now, this is in Lake County, so you know you know how it is in Lake County. Um, anyway, hold on a minute, Jason. We've got our callers calling in, okay? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do so. Hello. Welcome to the Combat Sports Show. Um, Shannon Knapp, I just want to – sorry, I, I totally blew that. But, hi, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How did you know it was me? I know the number. I, I recognize it. Oh, oh, okay, got you. 
we we were looking forward to it. We um I know we talked with you once before. It's been a while, but we we um we've been looking forward to it because we were talking to Invicta. Um, you know, we've been looking forward to this card in particular, and a little bit for the last one. So we've been kind of kind of chomping at the bit for a couple of weeks, hoping we can get you on before the card this weekend. Well, very cool. Well, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, definitely. Um, tell me, how how excited are you for this title fight this weekend, Shannon? It's a good fight, isn't it? <laughs> it's a real good fight. <laughs> no, I'm really excited. I, I think I think it's going to be an amazing fight. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, Verna looked so good winning that title, and Janessa looked absolutely terrific in her last fight. I'm just so excited for this. Yeah, I definitely think they're definitely two of the best in the division. Any division, you know, in the 115-pound division anywhere, I think they are. I think they're really talented. I think they're really going to mm-hmm. put on a great show. I, I, I totally agree with you there. I think, especially uh, Verna, I think she she can go, you know, she can stand with anybody right now. And her ground game's terrific. She's, she's right yeah, there. Yeah, no, true. No, I believe that as well. I definitely think that, too. I think they're both incredibly talented. It's going to be interesting to see who walks away the victor out of it. And, you know, I definitely know that the fans are going to be happy because they'll put on oh, a good definitely. show. It, you know, I talked to Jason. Jason, my, my co-host, he just watched um, Jin Fry and, and Mina Grisander, and he was so excited. He loved that fight, too. Um, we mm-hmm. Pretty much... When it's a title fight in Invicta, it's going to be exciting. Um, I, we had just finished talking about Michelle Watterson and her two title fights that were just crazy exciting there. You know, um, Jessica Penne and, and Erica Tiburcio. And it's almost yeah, no, every single title really fight good. is great. Yeah. Well, we hope um, so. You got you some... know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, but you, what's nice about the card is you have these, these women that are pretty experienced, but you also kind of – you know, mellow it out, and you got fighters like uh, Kay Hansen. She's a real up-and-comer. I've been watching her a lot. I think that's going to be a fight that everybody's going to want to pay attention to, uh, mm-hmm. Kay and Helen. I think that's going to be a really good fight. I, I agree there. Um, she's pretty exciting. I've seen her a couple of times now. And Mallory Martin, she's definitely making a name for herself now. She's She's very exciting. Yeah, no. I think it's a great card, you know, and I think that when we build cards, as we do it, you know, that is kind of the way you want to do it is you want to kind of give, you know, the young up-and-coming athletes and continue to elevate in the experience mm-hmm. as you go up the card. So, oh, you know, definitely. to give everybody their shot. Yeah. But now, yeah, I, I do think about, this card is a good card. Yeah. How does this come around? Like, who actually does most of the matchmaking for you? Well, we all do it. I mean, there's a collective. I like a collective. Not one person really just does it all. I like it when, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have my hands on it, and then, you know, we have mm-hmm. Caitlin and Rosa, and we just all kind of, you know, sit down and go back and forth until we build what I think is, what I, you know, a great card. So it's a collective. Now, when you're matchmaking, do you do you pick the matches and then contact the fighters and say, hey, we want to match you up with, with fighter A? Um, do you do that first, or do you – how does this work? 
Well, you know, it depends. I mean, a lot of times, you know, as we're building a card, we have a list we know who needs to be in the rotation. We know who, mm-hmm. um, you know, is anxious to fight, you know, uh, things like that. So we're kind of working off that list along with, yeah. you know, we know that we have to build compelling matches, matches that make sense. So that's kind of how it all goes down. You know, there's a, a formula to it, definitely, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you're trying to make sure also, there's actually a lot that goes into it if you think about it, because we always look at the matchup for the athlete, not just the mm-hmm. one athlete for both. And does this make sense? And, you know, what happens, you know, because somebody does always have to lose. So how does that affect where they're at right now in their career? We really do think about that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we just build the cards out with the availability and, you know, the matchups that make sense and try to deliver a really solid card. No, definitely. I, you know, when you were speaking about veterans, um, you've got Raquel, I, I can't say her last name very well, Pa'alui and Shanna Young. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah, no, I mean, the matchups are good. Uh, you know, the whole card is. <laughs> and yeah. Spangler. Did you just say Pa'alui? Oh. Yeah, we had an injury yeah. there. And Lisa Spangler oh. will be fighting. Shannon, oh, yeah. no, Spangler's coming in? She's cool, though. She was in the last one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I mean, I'm always quite, you know, I, I'm quite proud of, you know, the athletes that we have here in Invicta. I think we have some oh, amazing yeah, yeah. athletes that put on yeah. great performances. No, yeah. Now, this is one that I like. Pearl Gonzalez, I think she's been in the last three in a row, right? Um, has she? I think I think this is her wait, third in I'm a row. I'm trying to think. Oh uh, no! Wait. Well, not in a row. There had to be one in between somewhere that she wasn't on. I think she was on the uh, March card oh. and the May card, and I don't think she was on the yeah. July card. And then, you know, I don't have everything in front of me, so I'm just going off okay. trying to go off memory. No, she missed. She missed the last one. Yeah, you're right. She wasn't on the last one. She was on 29 and now. Yeah. um, You know, she's very talented. You know, she, and she's ready to go. She'd like to fight all the time. You know, you know, she would like to fight every guard. You know, she's very ambitious. Um, You know, this is a matchup. We were looking for, you know, a solid uh, fight for this card. And this definitely, I think, brings it. I think, you know, um, I think it's a good fight. I really do. I was really thinking about it for a second. And I think that – and Pearl, you know, she's always game. That's that's the really cool thing about Pearl. She's very invested mm-hmm. in her career, and you like to see that. Oh, yeah. Out of – so out of all these – out of all the fights on the card this weekend, which one – What what is your your number one – what do you think is the surefire fight of the night? Um – Okay, which one do I think is the? Oh, you know, I know that I start to say one, and then I think of another one. I stutter. Well, yeah, I know. I'm always like that. You know, I think the main event is absolutely going to deliver. I think, you know, Vernon wants to hang on to that belt, and I think Janessa wants it desperately. And I think that the belt being on the line, I think, and you know, just the the type of athletes that they are, I think that that is going to be an incredible fight. Incredible fight. I think that the sleeper, I think that, you know, I think the Pearl 
or not Pearl, um, what am I saying? Um, Helen and Kay. I think that mm-hmm. fight is going to be a really good fight. I think they're all going to be good, but I think those are the ones I think that you're going to have a lot of those like, oh, you know, kind of moments. <laughs> you know, when you're super excited and, you know, things are really moving. I think those, I think those are definitely, well, you know what? Now, see, here I go, because I'm going to start talking about Martin's fight <laughs> and Ashley Nichols. Does, and that's always you the problem is, you know, you get wrapped up because they're all good. I think they all have the, the potential to have those wow factors. You know, that's why they're on the card. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm curious to see the, you know, the debut of Audrey, you know, and Holly. I, I'm curious, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to see that. So, yeah, I, I think the whole card's good. And I think that I think that will deliver a lot of those wow factor moments, you know, when people are just super pumped. But don't, that, that think, main event, though, I mean, I think that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about that, I guess. Yeah, I, when I saw that, this has been a little while ago now when I saw that fight get announced. I know, I, I was pretty sure Janessa was going to fight, and then all of a sudden she was in a title fight later on, and I was like, whoa, wow. Because um, I follow her on Instagram, and I was pretty excited. I'm like, oh, Verna's tough. Verna's very, very good. I've been really excited watching her come around. So I hey, know this is going to be that division looks really good. I mean, I was looking at it just, you know, earlier today. I mean, that, you know, that 115-pound strawweight division, it yes. looks really solid. We've got a really good division. <laughs> And we're getting ready to make some announcements this this week. Uh, we signed a bunch of new athletes coming in. I think it's going to surprise some of the fans who they are. And I think everybody will be excited about it. Plus, oh, I can't wait. we're going to announce yeah, we, we will be the next that with... card. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, and you want to pay attention. Yeah, on the broadcast, we're going to announce mm-hmm. the next card. We're going to announce location, date, and mm-hmm. the fight card. And I think that's going to get people but... excited, too. Please tell me it's going to be in California. You don't have to answer right now. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, all I can tell you is it's not going to be in Kansas City. Okay. Um, you, you need fair, to come right? to Northern California. That's all I will say. Northern California. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, no. we're talking about that. We're, we're talking about a lot of things right now. We're talking about doing mm-hmm. uh, a show every month next year, you know, and talking about different locations, you know, and some of the places we want to go. And that's definitely – on the to-do list, along with the East Coast, too. I think that oh, our fans East have been Coast very patient. Coast. Yeah, I think they've been very patient, and I think that, you know, we'd like to give back and, you know, definitely mm-hmm. make our way over there. The the Pacific Northwest, we do a lot of MMA around here, and a lot of amateur MMA and the pro stuff comes up here, and they get a lot of people. Um, but... Not the East Coast is crazy. If you can get to the East Coast, you've made it big time. So that would be that would be wonderful. Well, it's definitely on the agenda. That's for sure. Yeah. So one thing I did want to ask you about: um, the last event was great. The title fight was a very very fun fight. I, I was on the edge of my seat, but the decision kind of was you know, a little tough for people. What do you think about that? No, I get it. Um, you know, I think that, you know, when a fight goes to a decision, I mean, everybody has their own opinions. You know, everybody mm-hmm. 
perceive it the way they see it or what they think or how they felt about it. So, you know, I get it. I, I, I definitely can see the controversy that surrounded that fight, for sure. Yeah. How'd you guys have I it? Thought, no, I thought, no, I myself had it four to one, but my co-host had it three to two for Mina. Um, no doubt. And four to one for Mina? I did, yes. Um, yeah, no. I I think round four, my co-host said the same thing. Round four was very close, and he scored it for Ginny Frey. Um, and I understood that. It was, And round five, in my mind, was really close, too. So I get the decision, and those ladies were so tough. I, I couldn't believe. It, it was just such an even fight. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it was a great fight. I think that they I, – I think the rematch is going to be even better. How about that? <laughs> you know, I think, I think that the rematch is going to be very exciting, definitely. I, I think so. If if you are doing a rematch, I think it will be great. Um, but both those ladies are so good. You know, I, I'm, I like watching them anyway. I'm, I'm glad Junior Fry got a title. She's been around for a little bit, and she's very good. Um, and Mina is just yeah. am- amazing to watch. So you yeah, can't no, go wrong. I mean, I, that's another one of our divisions that I think is really, really, really looking really good. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's we've got a lot of talent in that division. I think that you're going to see a lot of new stars coming through that are going to you know, oh. really add to the division. Yeah. And then when, when – uh, uh, Erica comes back. She's she's going to be ready. I I don't know how long much longer she'll be out, um, but that's going to be a little bit, I assume. And when she comes back, that's going to be great. Yeah, no, that will be. Yeah, isn't that her baby's adorable, huh? I saw the pictures online. And... <laughs> well, all babies are beautiful. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much. No, that is you, true. You know how. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is definitely so, true. Yeah. So I'm very happy you were able to make a few minutes for us. I hope your flight went good. I know how that is going back yeah. there. And I'm glad you you know, I'm glad you're there in the summertime now. I don't know what it's like in the summer, but I imagine it's really, really hot out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really <laughs> hot today too. No, really hot. So yeah. but yeah, no, I mean it's a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me on the show. I mean we always appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it means a lot. Well, we talk about you guys all the time. We do. Uh, both of us love your your, your shows. Um, like I said, we well, watch you. them when we can. Um, I watch it every time because I don't. I, I, I think I told you last time. I started watching you guys on Streammate, so I've been with you for a while. Um, oh, I nice. Do yeah. Enjoy that a lot. Yeah. And well, thank you. It's just. Yeah, it's totally fun to watch. You you put on a great event. You really do. Good. Your broadcast team is wonderful. Um, just the whole yeah, thing is thank fun you. to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I can, so, yeah, I think I you know I don't ever get to brag them up as much as I should or I'd like to, but you know, we have an amazing team here, you know. Um <laughs> I think, you know, in my opinion I think it's some of the best in the business. You know, the the work that they put out, um pretty proud of them all. Oh, definitely. I, I you know, I, I think T J and Julie make a good combo. Um Julie knows she really does, obviously she's been around. She knows her stuff. And TJ really handles it well. He's he's very technical as well, so they make a great combo there. 
You, you really can't go oh, wrong. very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to so, hear that. So it's good to hear when you're doing something right, right? Oh, oh yeah, all the time. I know how it is. <laughs> Um, again, thank you so much for coming on. And, and, you know, next time, hopefully we'll get you back sometime um, and talk about the next event. And, you know, there's always going to be fun stuff. And we'll, we'll definitely look forward to hearing you announce your big announcements this weekend. I can't wait for that. Yeah, no, it'll be some good ones, all right? Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be watching, Shannon. All right, well, you guys have a good evening. And thanks again okay, for well, inviting me on. Thanks a lot for coming on. Oh, no problem. Thank Anytime. you. Okay, right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. That was Shannon Knapp, president of Invicta. We always want to thank her for coming on. She's a terrific interview and definitely going to be a good show. If you get a chance, just watch that show. Get the fight pass and just uh, you're not going to be sorry about that. Jason, um, what do you think about the the whole card? I mean, to you guys, because you know I don't have fight pass. I don't get to watch a lot of Invicta. Yeah. Um, Yeah. By what you get, it sounds like it's a it's a very well put together card. It sounds like it's going to be a yeah. lot of fun, a lot of action. And please disregard my intro. I totally fucked up the intro. Um, I thought I, mean, I was going to mute. I, dude, that was the worst fucking intro I've ever done in my life. I was going to mute. Funny. I was no, it, it's not funny. It was horrible. Um, I'm going to have to apologize for that one again. Um, I meant to mute you. And talk to her, but then I realized what I had done, and I just totally flubbed it. So <sighs> that's that's live radio for you, folks. No, I I didn't know if you were looking at my text that I sent over to you. Yeah, I saw what I did, and I'm you know I'm sorry for people. Uh, I'm actually the sober one, but I totally pulled a Jason. No, what I was wanting you to ask her, you were. I, I was gonna. Have, I was starting to type, and I said, "Hey, I got a question." But you already let. <laughs> oh, the rant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I you, saw you, that. You, you and I were thinking. End. Yeah, I was. But I wanted to ask: Is it on a ranking system, or is it based on how much money they could draw? Yeah, I saw that, but I was already. I was right at the end of that one. And I wanted to ask her, but. Um, I, you guys were just having so much fun talking. I just didn't even interrupt. As I wanted to ask her to see how the boxing was going. She broke yeah, I, I, Oh, hopefully that's one of the announcements they're going to make. She said they're going to oh, make some big announcements. Well, we will see. You know, that was a fun interview, though. Shannon, I'm... I didn't mean to mute you on that one. I, again, my bad. Um, I know you had some questions to ask her besides that ranking one, and that was a that was a hundred percent my fault. But uh, I did oh. <clears throat> throw in that you and I had watched. I told her what you thought of the fight too, so I didn't. I, I made sure. I made sure to. Oh no! I, get I, your I, I listened to the whole. I listened to the whole okay. interview. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I Shannon's muted off. My end. I, I muted my. End. Oh. Oh, I thought I muted you when I did that. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I muted. I, I said I muted because I, I, I went into a coughing fit. Oh, I didn't want that to show up on air. Yeah, oh, I, no, <laughs> I felt it coming, so I muted it. Dude, it went on for like two minutes. I just couldn't stop fucking coughing. I think I swallowed something <laughs> wrong. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I can make a joke right now, but we're uh, we're not going to go there. It's never stopped you before. Why are you being so nice tonight? <laughs> Why? Because I'm actually sober. Why? Because I'm actually I, I'm actually sober on a show because I, I'm too broke to go get me any beer. <laughs> uh, no, she. I told you, dude. Shannon's awesome. Every time she comes on, um, she totally loves you. You could tell just by talking to her. You can tell how much she loves her fighters in those events. She really puts a lot into it. It's not just like. She doesn't just run out there and run her mouth like some other promoters about this is going to be the biggest thing in the world because of this. She loves what she does and loves the show, and that's, that's the mark of a great promoter. Well, and what I love exactly, I mean, there's one thing I took away from that. Besides the fact that I can't intro anybody ever? No, not that. No, the one thing I did take from that. And that, and I'm kind of glad you didn't ask that because I I have an idea of where it comes from. If she said uh-huh. they look at age of the fighter, they look at where they're at in their career, and mm-hmm. they take a lot of different factors in. Yeah, and of course, it sounds like you know they're wanting the fans to see what they want to see, but that's probably their last factor, and you know entertainment value, what have you. So they, they Invicta is looking out for their for their fighters. They're not just going to throw them to the wolves just because it's going to draw a lot of money because the fans want to see it. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool I, question, you know, asking about what goes on in the matchmaking. That, you know, I, I get a little bit of an insider view of the matchmaking process. I mean, we all know. No, I could be completely wrong. I'm just speculating. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan just like you are. I don't know what's being done behind closed doors. Yeah, no one does. They don't. They no. Shannon is about one I've ever hear release any. You know, a way they can, the way they go about matching these fights up. Yeah, me. I think UFC is all, is all worried about the pocket. Yeah, I think the UFC is nice all worried about the pocket. Yeah, it's nice having someone get a little candid without. You know, we, we're not going too in depth where she has to give any secrets away but she can give us a little bit behind the scenes. And um, that's what I wanted with the Grisander Fry rematch, if they have one. I wanted to, you know, kind of see where she was, but I don't want to put her on the spot like, hey, you have to have a rematch. Because the fight, Uh, like you said, I saw it 4-1, and you heard her when I said 4-1. She's like, oh, you saw (laughs) 4-1. You saw it 3-2. You were a little more not emotionally invested, but – it was a close fight. Both those ladies are tough. Um, it would be a good rematch, I think. I mean, I went in when you, when you asked me to watch that interview. I watched it at about 4 o'clock. I was texting you back and mm-hmm. forth. I didn't even have yeah. the sound on. I, I muted the TV. Okay. Because I didn't want any interference with the judges, the commentators, anything. Yeah. I just I based that fight off of what I saw. And nice. maybe I think in the fourth round, Mina ended up getting she got a really nice mouse underneath her left eye. I mean that thing third. She's gonna third have round. one hell of a black. Oh, that happened yeah, in the third, third because they didn't really show it. They didn't show it. They I didn't see it till the fourth. Oh yeah, it was there. It was a big one. That was a big mouse. Yeah, she's gonna have one hell of a black eye in the morning. I tell you that much. 
Well, she did, yeah. I saw her pictures later on. She, uh, oh, that lady's awesome, though. She's, those two ladies were tough, man. Five rounds. Again, I didn't really talk to Jin Yu Fry much. I, I just got her husband, who kind of got butt hurt because I suggested his wife didn't win the fight and yelled at me and blocked me. I just, um, if it would have been a split decision, you know, I could have seen that. I could have yeah. seen a split decision, you know, depending, you know, like she says, it's all, it's all what, you know, all the judges are thinking differently. Yep. They're judging these fights differently. I think, I think they should have a scorecard, not a scorecard, um, like a, almost a checklist. Who landed the most punches? Who was more involved? Who controlled the round? You know, just, I think some of these judges sometimes get too, um, too attached to a fighter, and it comes out in their scoring. It's possible, yeah. I mean, to, like if I was a judge, oh, it was terrible. Um, didn't one judge? What was the score? He had it like forty-nine to forty-six for Frey. Like Nina didn't win but one round. I mean, come on, dude. What did you watch? Like seriously. I but gave Frey. I mean, besides that. If I was a judge, I, I would not, I would not watch. I would not be a fan of anybody in MMA. I would stop liking any one person, and just watch the fight for the fight, and not pay attention to anything besides that one fight. I wouldn't follow any news. I wouldn't listen to any anybody talk about it, like you and I, or you know anybody, because I wouldn't want to influence anything. And it. You know, because you know how it is. It's just me telling you about the fight had to throw a little bit into your head about how awkward or how bad the decision was. Um, think about if you got if you if I just said, "Hey, watch this one fight here," that would have been better. Then you would have had no outside interference. But I, just me talking about it, you already got it in your head that oh man, it's going to be a bad decision. Well, yeah, and I already knew that. I knew there was a little bit of controversy going on yeah. with the way it was scored. Yeah. You know, you know, because there's sometimes you get the controversy in a fight where the referee wasn't doing his job, like taking points away or whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got that type of controversy. Then you've got this type of controversy, and the fight was refereed perfectly. There was no illegal action going on, so the ring portion yeah. of it was fine. It just the final end of the scoring. Yep. That totally agree. I've watched a lot of combat sports in my 42 years. I wouldn't say that's the worst Rob job of them all. That, that's right up there. It's not one of the worst I've ever seen, but that's right up there. It was, yeah, it wasn't the worst. It, it was by far and away not the worst. It was bad. Um, but like you said, I had round four going to Mina easy. You had it as a close round. So a close round, you can't really complain about. You know, Mina for sure won rounds one and two. Jin Yufrain, without a doubt, took round three. Rounds four and five are a little up in the air. And maybe that's where they gave Frey three, four, five. 
They yep. gave him round two or one. Well, I don't know what fight they were watching. Yeah, exactly. I mean, round one and two was all Mina. I don't know how anybody can see it otherwise. Um, Actually, but, the way the first round started, Bray was looking really good. Then as the round progressed, Mina just took control. It looked to me also, I don't know if you noticed this, after round three, Jinya Frey looked like she kind of gassed out. Um, I didn't really notice anything of her gassing out. I... Well, yeah, maybe so, because she was getting a little slower. Yeah. One thing, I was very impressed, like I said, and I'm Mm -hmm. not afraid to admit it. I don't watch a lot of Invicta. So when you start talking about these fighters, I don't know much about them. Yeah. So Bray would take Mina down. Mina's got some good ground game, dude. She she had some good submission attempts, but once Frey got her to the ground, she didn't care if she was on her back. Nope. It wasn't like she was spending no, she, a lot of energy to try to get out. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't uh, hesitant at all about throwing up a submission and rolling and doing whatever. She was she's very good. She's a big big time prospect, I think. I did like, because I didn't get to see all the interviews. Yeah. Um, YouTube kind of cut me off. Uh, but she did admit in the third round that um, what got her get a little messed up is she was trying to do too much jujitsu. <laughs> that was funny. I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I was trying my jujitsu instead of getting up. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> what is, you know? It was working, though. I mean, Ginny Fry only really hit her. She caught her some good ones, and she definitely won that round. But she really only hit her four or five good ones. Uh, Mina I, was doing a lot of shit, too. I was halfway through that round, they were on the ground, before the hammer punches yeah. really started in towards the end. Yeah. I really thought Frey, really Frey might have had that arm bar locked. I was waiting yeah. for the tap. Yeah. And now, it, he... Now you know what I mean. When I when I feel like a little fit about Jenny Fred's husband going off on me on Instagram about how I don't know anything about MMA. Now you know what I mean when I say that guy is delusional because that was not a five round massacre for his wife by any means. Now, okay, I'm not defending the guy at all. Now, I can understand where he's coming from. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's got some very, very tight emotional ties. That's his wife. He said his wife so, won every round, countered everything, and then made fun of how Mina Grusander smelled. And it was just stupid. He was just stupid. I mean, aren't people going to stink a little bit after a fight? You're in there going balls to the wall for five rounds. Don't you think you're going to sweat? You might stink a little bit. Well, you, you stink getting up. I mean, come on. You walk out of your house and you smell it's so hot down there. Not you, you. I mean, in that heat. They're in Kansas City. Okay? Yeah. This was not that and long not ago. They, not only are they dealing with the heat, they're also dealing with very yeah. high humidity. Yeah. You're in a warm area that's just hot. 
They're in Kansas City yeah, where just, it's humid, like you just said. Come on. You're going to smell fun. I, I, I know what that feels like. I lived in San Antonio, Texas for two years. Couldn't imagine. Um, I would get up because I had to be at work at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'd get up, take my shower, go outside and have a cigarette because I didn't smoke in my dorm room. Yeah. Because I was living on – I'd be outside for five, seven minutes, however long it takes me to smoke a cigarette. I was so drenched in sweat <laughs> that you almost had to go back in and take another shower. That's ridiculous. It's, it's gross. But, you know, <laughs> you live there long enough, you just kind of get – you kind of get used to it. Yeah. I mean, San Antonio gets hot. It gets about, you know, 100, 102. But when you're dealing yeah. with 90% humidity, it's just nasty. Oh, I can't imagine, man. That's funny. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound pleasing. No, it's actually very uncomfortable. Okay, so right now what I'm going to do, I'm going to break down, I'm going to just run down the card real quick, the Invicta card. That's coming up, okay? All right. So that's going to be on the 1st, so September 1st, which is, uh, what's that, Saturday? Yeah. That's got to be Saturday. Okay. Audrey Drew versus Holly Salazar. Then you get Kay Hansen versus Helen Peralta. Kelly D'Angelo versus Lindsay Van Zant. Mallory Martin versus Ashley Nichols. Raquel Paolui. And I think I messed up. Last name up, but I was fairly close. Versus Shauna Young, Diane Firmino versus Pearl Gonzalez, and your title fight. This is the big one: Verna Jandaroba versus Janisa Miranda. That's going to be a, a freaking killer fight, and I'm not kidding about that. I'm not just saying that. That's really going to be a killer fight. Um, it, it just—it's it, a really good matchup. It's going to be a fun fight. So after that, there's really not much else on this weekend. They got Dana White's Contender Series, Cage Warriors, which is probably going to be pretty cool, is also on to, or, uh, the first. That's on Fight Pass as well. Um, and then the Contender Series. And uh, PFL is going to be on Thursday night, so that's always fun. The Pro Fighter League, we all like those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... You know, it's it's pretty cool, you know. Um, there's good fights this weekend. Like I say, if you have Fight Pass, don't miss Invicta. It's a really good card. It's good, the, the title fight alone is going to be worth just even – I'm not saying any fight's going to be a sneaker, but let's just say every other fight on the card, all of a sudden it just turns into uh, – who was that? Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. Let's just say. Not that that'll happen, but <laughs> let's just say the main event will be worth sitting through that many fights of, of that caliber. Now, I want to run down a card. This isn't this weekend, and we can cover it more. This is um, UFC 228 on September 8th. Okay. So, next. I'll start this with weekend. The main next event. weekend, yeah. Yeah, okay. September eighth. They're fighting in Texas. Okay. And that in Dallas. So I'll start with the main event. 
And okay. I want you to give me your um, your opinions on this. So you have Ty, uh, Tyron Woodley going up against Darren Till. Love it. Love that fight. Now, I'm going to murder this chick's name. Maybe, maybe not. Nico Montano. Montano? Nico Montano. Versus Val- Mon- okay, Montano versus Valentina Chevchenko. Um, Love that fight. That's a good. That's a good co-main event. It's a great main event. Now, um, I think the main event. I'm I'm pulling for a Woodley. <clears throat> I really like Tyrone Woodley. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna knock Wood or Till out. But um, <clears throat> that's a good Till's fight. Till's never been beat. Till's never been What's beat. That? Till's yeah, never but been he, beat. Woodley's a beast. Man, Woodley is a beast. And Till got really lucky in that decision win against Wonderboy. Really lucky. And Woodley's beat Wonderboy. Woodley can – I think Woodley's going to handle Till. Well, it looks like I'm looking at their stats here. Um, they're fairly and, and don't forget. Striking. Yeah, don't forget, though. Till came in way overweight against Wonderboy. So he had an advantage. He's not going to have that this time. There's not going to be a fight. If he comes in fat like that, not going to be a fight. Not fat, but you know what I mean. So I can't even pronounce this guy's name. He's from Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going up against um, y- uh, Yair Rodriguez. Actually, I think Yair's out. Going up against Zabit. I Magami Shakirov? Yes, was thank you. Yeah. Yeah, um, yep. I don't know if it's Magami. What is it? It's not Magami Shapirov. Um Hold on one second. I, I know what you're talking about. Um, Magami Shapirov. Dude, I'm t- no, I'm trying to. His name's really hard. It's a it's a long name. Um, yep. No, I did. I got it right, didn't I? Magomed Shapirov. Um, Magomed Shapirov, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even look at it before that. Now, hold up. So he's, yeah, his opponent's out. Um, uh, That guy's out. So he's fighting, but it's just, there's no opponent yet. Now, this is a big fight. Jessica Andrade versus Carolina Kowalkovich. That's a big one. Plus, this fight I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah. Plus, we got Carla Esparza taking on Tatiana Suarez. Tatiana just yeah. su- submitted Alexa Grasso her last night. Sorry about that. My daughter came up. And I've always liked the way Andrade fights. Yeah, and Andrade is a beast. But Carolina's really calm. I think that's going to be a fun fight. This is, you know, what's funny. There's, what, three female fights on the main card. Yep. Yeah, that title fight's going to be something else. Though. I don't know. I, I mean, that's just going to be a good fight. That's going to be a fun one. I don't Is Esparza against Suarez, is that the main card or is that the um, prelim? The main card, yeah. Okay, because uh, the only thing I pulled up on this is just showing me every fight that's going to happen that night. But they're not breaking it down. Um, main card, prelim, and then the uh, UFC fight pass prelim. 
Okay. With that, we got a ton of MMA to look forward to. We had a great interview with Shannon, minus the intro, because I suck. Um, anything you want to say, Jason, before we get out of here? No, it should be uh, a fun weekend. Let me know how the Invicta card goes. And if I'm around, maybe um, I could watch it over your phone. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So. All right, buddy. So, wait, this weekend. And this weekend you're coming up, right? Oh, I get to watch it for free. I get to watch it. Woohoo. Never mind. Yeah, I forgot. You're going to be here this weekend. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday. Yeah, we're going to watch that around noon. Cool. All right, buddy. So, again, thanks for co-hosting, man. This was a great show. I will talk to you next week. All right, sir.